Welcome into another edition of What's Up, Belly Up. I am your host, Mike Brown. I got my handy-dandy sidekick, Zach Mack, sit, sitting there uh, sipping on a little coffee. I know you guys can't see that right it's now. But decaf, I can it's decaf. Hey, whatever. You're going to be up all night long. But a very special episode. We got the old Ryan McCarthy here in booth with us, uh, a big Belly Up contributor, uh, part of No no Credentials Required, around for the weekend. Uh, I believe he says, uh, what, 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 Ryan? Friday nights usually on uh, – on Twitter Live, and you're streaming that on YouTube. I think you got it. You got a little bit of everything, but yeah, I, but, uh, I, uh yep, uh, yeah, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube Live, got them all going. But uh, but uh, Brian, I appreciate you joining the show. Zach and I usually uh, go back and forth ourselves every once in a while. We'll throw in a guest, so so we appreciate you being a part of the show tonight. Oh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So obviously, as you guys know, um, the world, I guess. I mean, I guess probably for the past six months, the world has been a mess. We're not going to get too too deep into that, but uh, the sport sports in, in in a lot of sense have really made things as, as normal as possible. I mean, at least at least for me, I can turn on TV right now, even without fans in the stands. Turn on TV, you can lose your mind in a little sports stuff like that. We're we're, uh, we're in the heart of the NBA playoffs right now, and tonight. Uh, originally when I was throwing up the script, uh, we were talking about, you know, it, will the NBA really uh, protest and, and kind of walk off the court and not do it tonight, depending on when this airs tonight on Wednesday night, the NBA is officially, uh, uh, pretty much put a halt to the playoffs. I mean, I know it's only, it's only one game, but you, you look, uh, under the microscope, uh, the bigger picture, uh, there is a very, very real chance that the NBA playoffs, end tonight and do not go on um not to get too deep into it uh ryan i'll throw it over to you since you're you're our guest here tonight w- what's your thoughts um like i said you don't have to go too deep into it but i mean it does it surprise you that um uh, i mean i mean we'll talk about nhl later obviously but but it does it surprise you a, a a professional organization in the playoffs uh make this kind of protest I'm a little surprised that of the, not so much of the timing, but just of every game being shelved. And if you're looking at uh, other leagues too, other leagues are following suit. Um, Major League Soccer, uh, all five games are are postponed because they call all those matches because of p- protests. The Brewers and the Reds, the Padres and the Mariners, and I think the Dodgers and the Giants are postponing their games tonight as a protest. So, yeah, you know it's. For professional athletes have a bigger platform than a lot of people have. And, you know, it's a touchy subject. I'll say this because I don't have the experiences that a lot of the professional athletes have, especially in the NBA. Um, I don't think probably you guys don't either, but um, it's a touchy subject to, 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 to touch upon. It's a subject to touch upon. It's just really sensitive um, for me because, again, I don't have those experiences that other 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 americans do um i understand the reasoning um but you know it's it's just it's just we're, as you said mike it's a it's a really it's a really tense time in our country and, and professional athletes are using their platform to say look we need some change and you know i've got my opinions about the matter i i suspect you guys do too we won't i, I don't want to get too deep into it um on our and um you know I, i'm not i'm 
I'm surprised. It's, I'm not surprised it's happening during the playoffs, but the timing of it, just because of everything going on with the country, with the calls for social justice, calls for justice, and um, with everything's going on, it's it's um, yeah. I'm you know it's it's their platform. They're using their platform, and that's what, it's their right. They have the right to do that. It's their, absolutely, it's their, absolutely. It's their First Amendment right. And I think it goes back to uh, years ago, you know, when we've had issues, I mean, just in general in the country or or any kind of issues, you know, everyone says, well, why doesn't this athlete that has millions and millions of followers stand up or, or why don't they donate? You see like Kyrie Irving and all those guys donating all this money and now these guys are straight. I mean, it pretty, it, I mean, NBA is a business just like anything else. So these guys not playing tonight cost, cost the NBA millions and millions of dollars. Is that what we're worried about? No, absolutely not. But they're finally – they're using, like Ryan said, they're they're using that platform to say, you know, what, enough is enough. Um, this is bigger than the game. We're we're gonna not essentially take take money out of, of people's pockets that are, are forcing us to play, or you know, because I don't think it's that, but but they're doing it. And, and Zach and I always go back to our our beloved uh, Detroit. Uh, but you know, you saw the Detroit Lions yesterday protest protest practice, um, and and come out today Matt Patricia was 100% behind them saying you know I hope they I hope other teams follow suit um to me and Zach joke, all joking aside uh, you know it, it's good to see them do that but I think probably Detroit is probably one of the teams that needs more practices the most so that kind of hurts my heart but but either way you know but uh but Zach what what's your your thoughts uh, I mean you kind of you kind of on on Ryan's side did it surprise you was it did you kind of see it coming uh, how do you feel about it uh it- it did surprise me. I I don't I I don't think a lot of people re- realize quite how historic this was. Uh, and it, like, we'll be talking about this for decades. The play this wasn't a league deciding to postpone. This was players getting together. The Bucks organization didn't even know that the players were going to do this. The players got together and they decided to postpone. And then in return, the Magic decided to refuse to forfeit. So it ends up being a wash. So that's cool. But I don't I, like people are so much in the the debate. Like, like Brian mentioned, it's such a sensitive time that people are so much in the debate right now that they're not realizing like how historic this was. I think like I, I don't know the last time players just decided not to play a game and stood up or something. Like that's wild to me. That's what that's what surprised me most about it. Yeah, I feel like this year in general, uh, we've talked about it on several shows. You know the way things are laid out, the way things are happening. I mean, you're seeing, like, we talk about 2020 in a vacuum. Totally sucks. Like, you know, what's going to happen next? There's people passing away. There's people dying. COVID, everything. I mean, this is this is different. This is separate from COVID. We we didn't think we were going to have seasons. Seasons come on, and now there's something bigger than COVID. Even though COVID still exists, it just shows. It it, it, it exemplifies. You know, people are saying NBA is the best league in the world. Honestly, to tell you the truth. Uh, there's a lot of people that will argue that, but I think they gained a lot of points. And, and I know that's not what they were going for, but I think they did uh, a great thing. So, so we'll see if it carries over. Um, not again, not to go too far, you know, into that one way or another. We just kind of laid it out there. But this kind of transitions full circle into what's. Gonna I just, happen. I just, I just want to touch on that, and I just want to say that it's. I just want people to know that it wasn't the NBA, like you said, may reap benefits and gain points from that, but. Just know that this wasn't the NBA that did this. Oh, this no, was- no, no, absolutely not. It was individual players. Yeah. I think it was, it was more so individual players with respect of you saw Chris Paul, you saw uh, Russell Westbrook, you saw all these guys congregating, having a moment together. And, and again, yeah, I, I didn't mean to portray that. No, way, no, I, 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 didn't, I didn't think you did. I was just, I just want people yeah. to know that. I so, want people to make that distinction. 
so so like I said on the flip side, so now we're we're transitioning to uh, you know uh, college football season of what remains of college football. Zach and I, we we pretty much said I, at least I said I'm I was I didn't think there was going to be a college football season. Now we're two weeks uh, uh, you know forward. Uh, Zach I think was kind of on, on on pace saying the same thing. He didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, maybe I was wrong, but but now here we are, a few days away, maybe a few weeks away from college football. Does that does this snowball? Does this transition to maybe college football? Uh, a few things came out today. I saw some reports about the Big Ten, uh, whether it was true or not, was was very, very upset to say the least. The way things planned out, because they were under the uh, the understanding that once they pulled out, all the other Power Five conferences were going to pull out, and it was going to follow suit. Then Notre Dame made the jump, blah, blah, blah everything. Fought. So now uh, Ohio State led suit. Nobody followed them outside of the, what was the Pac-12 or whatever that, you know. So so now there's these other seasons going on. Big Ten's pushed to get their season reinstated. The Big Ten commissioner said, no, that absolutely is not happening. Ryan, how, how are you feeling going into college football with, with uh, like I said, I mean, I can say a few days we, a few days away, even though maybe it's a week or two. Uh, how are you feeling? Do you think college football still will stand? Do you think they will at least start the season, uh, especially after uh, uh, the NBA and everything tonight? I, I think they go with through with it, especially if, if uh, as you mentioned, Mike, in the, in the Big Ten, uh, kids and their parents are protesting. They want they want not so much because of the whole situ- the, the social situations, but yeah. because of their they they sign a contract with their school. They sign a letter of intent to play at that school. If the school's not fulfilling their part of the deal, then they have the right to be upset. And I'm a Penn State fan. Uh, full disclosure, uh, I, I want to. <laughs> yeah, I I would like to go down to a game and see a game of. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with fans if they if the Big Ten follows follows suit. But right now we have a we have. A power six. I don't know if you guys realize we have a power six in F- FBS football. <laughs> we have the uh, the ACC. We have the American, the Conf- Conference USA, uh, SEC, AC, and SEC Sun Belt. And <laughs> God, who was the other one? I can't remember now. But but we now have a power six instead of a power five because <laughs> Pac-12 is out. Big Ten's out for now. Mountain West is gonna is gonna cancel until next season. The MAC is canceled until next season. I certainly hope that we do follow through with the NC, with with college football this season. We need, there needs to be something. There there needs to be something in college football in college football in the spring. Just doesn't doesn't seem right. It, it just doesn't. It just seems really weird. And, and like, yeah, absolutely. And I don't, and obviously I transitioned based off the NBA protests tonight. These, these don't go hand in hand by any means. One's COVID related ones, obviously, uh, I wouldn't even say black lives matter. I just think just everything in general going on in the world outside of COVID. So, so they don't transition to one to another, but I think the, my meaning was, you know, with NBA protesting, does it just say, you know, the college football just says, screw it, we're done with this. But I agree kind of with, with Ryan. Zach and I kind of were on the – at least at least me, very heavy, was I didn't think there was any way that the college football season was going. Uh, we're two weeks forward, uh, still set to play. There's been uh, roster – I mean, schedules released. Zach, what do you, what do you think, and are you still holding, holding strong that uh, 
maybe maybe the season doesn't happen last minute? Or are you thinking, hey, man, this has got legs. It's going to play. Uh, they've released schedules. It is what it is at this point. I'm, I'm not uh, I'm not thrilled about it, to be honest with you. I, I'm still on the fence that I don't think the season is going to happen. If it does start, I don't think it's going to finish. Uh, I'm not going to be as interested in it if half these teams are playing. That's just me. I know a lot of people are just like going to be gung-ho about football being back anyway. That's not me. If the, if the NFL is back and only some of college is back, I guarantee I'm not going to pay attention to college. Uh, I, 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 it's just going to be weird. Uh, if they do play it and they do finish it, it's going to be weird to me. Can I just add something real quick? If you're moving – if every fr- program's moving their season to the spring, what's that going to do for the turnaround for the, fo- the following fall in 2021? Actually, I mean, that's going to be a crazy yes. turnaround because that's exactly what I was just going to say. Because you're you're asking these kids to one play two full seasons almost in eight months, and two, uh, your top ten, top twenty prospects. There's no way in hell they're going to play football. No, and Penn, and Penn State's top linebacker has already said that if there's going to be a season, I'm not going to play the season. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to just go declare for the draft. Yeah, why wouldn't you? Yeah, and, and which is surprising to me, and I, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but what I know that I maybe the the reluctancy, the way things have happened, the way things have been very slow is is I don't know the ins and outs of the transfer portal, but I'm surprised that I'm not seeing more players that of teams saying, hey, or, or colleges that we're not playing anymore, to say, hey, you know what, that's fine, I'm jumping the transfer portal. I don't know how that works. Can they do that? Like, you know, if a, if a team says, hey, we're not playing, you know, can they jump into that without sitting out a season? Maybe you guys know a little more, maybe you don't know. But uh, but in general, that's what I'm surprised that maybe I'm not seeing that. I mean, you're talking, uh, we, we've had it in the NBA, the big threes and stuff like that, you know. These kids can pretty much, if if possible, say, screw it, you know, my team's not playing, let's load up and go go out west or go out east. I mean, depending on whatever school's still in session that still wants to play, you know. Maybe, maybe like I said, they have to sit out a season. I, I'm not in tune to it exactly. But uh, is there any – I mean, maybe Ryan, maybe Zach, maybe you guys know a little more about the transfer portal. Is it you sit out a season? I know there's a lot of loopholes. It depends. It depends on where – it depends on where you go. It, it can get – they can get exceptions. Uh, I know if you jump from uh, FBS to FCS – uh, which is basically Division One One Double A. You don't have to sit out a season. You can play right away. Um, but I don't see a lot of players doing that because a lot of FCS programs have moved on to the spring. Uh, yeah. I, I I live in the Albany, New York area. We have the U Albany football team, uh, the CAA, the Colonial Conference. They're going to play in the spring. They elected to go. They elected to go to the spring. And I don't know how that affects with the transfers. If they're if it's too late to enter the transfer or to play a season this season, I think it would be too late now because college courses start this week. Yeah. <laughs> but so so it's hard on, to believe. To your point, adding on to your point, Mike, about seasons. Now I'm I'm kind of looking at the the fight between uh, what the Big Ten and what Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, and especially Nebraska. Nebraska, uh, yeah. There. Are all fighting to play their seasons do you guys think and and do you guys think that it'll start a, a, a snowball effect or a domino effect where we're going to see where we're going to have realignment again zach what do you think realignment with conferences yeah i wouldn't i i, I wouldn't mind realignment with with 
conferences. Honestly, pick it up every once in a while. So, I'm, so is Notre Dame like on the hook now in ACC? Are they stuck there, or are they going to go independent after this? I mean, I don't know what that contract or what that looks like. You know, I think it's just for the season. This season, but they're de facto they're de facto ACC school anyway because all their other sports yeah, the other star- are sports in there. I, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I saw the there, I, there was one school that from the Big Ten. I can't remember who it was, but they said they were going to explore looking at a different conference for this year. And the Big Ten told them, "If you leave, you're gone forever." That was Nebraska. Frost was like was adamant Nebraska. about it. Did you already say that? Did you already say that? No, he he just let, he was just saying that Nebraska obviously was was adamant about they were in Frost and the Big Ten commission said if you yeah if you leave the Big Ten you're you're done with the Big Ten. But I I don't know how like like you said the alignment and stuff like that. I know obviously the Big Ten did the uh, you know the realignment of the uh, divisions, but yeah, I mean you're talking you know bringing Rutgers, Maryland, all all that kind of stuff, you know. If you leave, you know, how, how does that work out? How does that – I mean, that's – you're talking – they've got schedules made, what, four or five years in advance? Yeah. Yeah, you're going yeah. to piss off fans that oh, – the fans that are, like, super into tradition and rivalries and stuff like that, you're going to piss those people off if we're, if we're redoing conferences. But, like, me personally, I don't care. Like, if they're not playing for the Paul Bunyan Trophy anymore, my heart's not broken, you know? Who cares? Which I, I like having ha, like having Ryan on, Penn State fan. I'm a Buckeye. Zach Mack is a Spartan. So, so there's a lot of Big you, Ten ties here. You you can't see me, but I'm flipping you off right now, Mike. I'm just kidding. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> so, yes. Anyways, transitioning on from uh, college football, we'll get in a little NHL playoffs. This is where uh, the old Zach Mack puck puck pass, Ryan, they got a little more knowledge than me. So so I, I'll give the floor to these guys. They can go back and forth. I, I know Ryan says he's not quite followed as much as he has with everything going on in the world right now, but I know he's got some more knowledge on me than I do. How you guys feeling about the NHL playoffs? Any trickle effect from the NBA tonight? Have, have you guys heard any whisperings um, of of possible protests for the NHL? I know it's been a, a totally different story. This is not COVID related. Uh, how do you guys feeling about uh, everything? I know, uh, I know, Ryan. We'll go to you. I know you. Uh, in in previous episodes of your around for the weekend, you you uh, you anointed the old. Uh, the old NHL commissioner number one on your list. So, so how are you feeling about the uh, the yeah, NHL playoffs? Still, he's still number one right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so how are you feeling? Uh, you think there's any trickle down effect? How how you think they've done with the playoffs? How, you think it'll uh, move forward? No, I, 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 it's moving forward. I mean, they're they're playing games right now. Uh, Philly yeah. and New York had just they just finished their game. Uh, Tampa Tampa's whooping up on Boston right now. They just end the second. Period. As we record, this in the second period, and Tampa Bay's up by five. Uh, Colorado and Dallas, I believe they're still going to go through tonight. Um, I think Matt Dumba said he's he's uh, he's the one who kneeled before one of the games um, uh, a couple weeks ago uh, when the NHL playoffs started. Uh, he had, he went on the record and said something that he was disappointed that they were still going to play the games. They wouldn't release anything uh, about the uh, justice issues, but. Um, I think they'll continue. Um, so they got a couple of games tomorrow, I think, um, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, they have Vegas and Vegas is tomorrow. They're playing tomorrow. Philly, New York have a quick turnaround tomorrow. Um, I mean, I mean, personally dealing with hockey players, I, I don't, and I don't know if you guys knew about this. I was a chaplain for a hockey team before I went back to school. 
Um, I was a I was a professional hockey chaplain for nice. uh, for the New Jer- for the New Jersey Devils and uh, Carolina Hurricanes franchises when they were in Albany, uh, AHL franchises. But hockey players, and I, I don't know if Zach can can attest to this, but they're they're not very rock the boat type kind of people. Like, Zach, can you can you attest to this? Like, yeah. Like, yeah, they're not very rock the boat type of people. But yeah. if they have something to say, they'll say it. I mean, some players will say it if it's especially if it's something bigger than the game itself. So I'm 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 waiting for I'm waiting for the first domino to fall. Uh, I mean, Matt Dumba's not his team's not playing right now. So, but he's still going to say something because he's got the plat again. It all, all comes back to the platform. Yeah, <laughs> you know here, yeah. So, um, so I'm just waiting for the first domino to fall for for one of these players from the team saying saying I'm not going to play tonight because uh, because I'm protesting. So Ryan, before I get over to Zach's thoughts, uh, who, who you got in the NHL uh, finals? Who you got? Well, my bracket is now sunk. is sunk because Carolina got beat in the first round, but I have Ooh, Vegas. Thing. Yeah, I've got, but I got Vegas from the, coming from the West. I've got them winning the whole thing uh, right now in the East. I think it comes down to either Boston or or New York. Uh, okay, Zach, you follow Carolina on uh, Twitter? I follow all the teams, except the Capitals. Oh, wait, it's the Capitals that got you blocked, right? I thought it was Carolina. Yeah, yeah. No. What? <laughs> I, would create, I would create a new account if the Hurricanes blocked me. <laughs> anyway, Zach, uh, so, uh, same thing. How, how you feeling about NHL? Any chance that they uh, they back off on it? or, or, or I mean, like I said, I, I mean, I like picking your guys' brains. You guys are the hockey guys. I, I think I think Ryan hit hit the nail on the head. I mean, these it's up to the players. That's why I mentioned earlier. The league is not going to stop the games, just like it wasn't going to in the NBA. It's up to the players. If players feel like they weren't boycotted, then they will. And if they get together and all decide not to take the ice, then they will. And the NHL will have to act accordingly, just like the NBA did. Um, but I think I agree with Ryan. I, it doesn't seem very likely. First off, there's a lot more Europeans and Canadians in the NHL as it is. They're playing up in Canada right now in two bubbles up in Canada. It, I don't know if they feel like they could accomplish any more on top of what the NBA is accomplishing with their message right now for it to feel worth it to them. I'm not sure how many extra people they would reach out to that already don't know about what the NBA is doing. So I, to me, I just don't see them stopping. I think they, I think they go on as planned. Um, who do I have winning? I got Colorado in the West. Um, I think they're going to play – Vegas, so it's will be my team versus uh, Ryan's team. I've got uh, I've got Colorado winning the Stanley Cup. Dallas up to nothing in the series, but Colorado's going to win four straight. I don't know if it's going to be the next four or the last four, but they'll win four straight. Uh, I've also got New York and Boston in the East, but I've got oh, I, have, I have in my bracket I have Boston in the Eastern. So you, you pretty right. much you pretty much made my next question uh, really easy, which it wasn't a difficult question, but. And I don't, and you know, most of our shows, uh, our company is satire. We, we, we're laid back. We have fun. We don't dig into the race issues and stuff like that, although it is very real. But I was going to ask you, you know, between the NHL and the NBA, is there a fine line between race? Obviously, NHL predominantly black. The, or I mean, or I mean, not NHL, I'm sorry, NBA predominantly black, NHL, you know, uh, white. But like you said, these guys are, are not even for the most part, American, not that it, I mean, I, I think it's still, still, they have the same values and stuff like that. They're playing in Canada and stuff like that. Um, 
and and that's exactly what you're saying. You know, they're playing over. Oh, I, I don't say overseas. I almost meant to say overseas, but you know, playing over the bubble over there. But what are they gonna? What are they going to? What message are they gonna prove over there in Canada and stuff like that, as opposed to here in the United States? And that's not taken away from uh, one race or the other. So, so I'm. It's funny you said that because that was my next next kind of question to kind of put you guys on the spot without making it too high, you know, here. Because, uh, like I said, we like to keep it late. So, so <laughs> but that, that's why I like these. These are the NHL guys, and I'm glad Ryan's been a part of this show. So we'll get into our, our, our last question. Or I mean, I guess our last topic here before we get into our roundtable. Um, while all this is going on in the world, obviously this this happened, uh, majority of this happened today. COVID's been running rampant. Uh, we get into the MLB. MLB's been hit hard. It seems like, uh, you know, the NHL, the NBA, uh, there's a very real chance that the NFL is talking about uh, playoffs in a bubble, which I guess if you make it an entire season in the NFL without having any issues, why well, need to do a bubble? But either way, um, MLB, first no-hitter it was yesterday. Lucas, I don't even know how you pronounce his name, Giolade, whatever. He was like number one prospect for the – He was number <laughs> one prospect for actually uh, – for the Washington Nationals a couple years ago, he was right in our Strasburg. Uh, now with the, of course, the uh, Chicago White Sox, the old Detroit Tigers nemesis, throws a no hitter. I think he had 13 Ks. Um, really outside of Zach shooting me a message. This is how, I mean, I and, and I, I was off today watching Sports Center. There was not a single thing. Not, nobody talked about it. Like I'm sure you guys are pretty much in tune to it, but like. Is this like the most under the radar no hitter that you guys have ever seen? You guys yep. go either route, Ryan, Zach. It don't matter. Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how much the Astros have ruined baseball for me. Okay, because I said, <laughs> I, well, <laughs> I said when they pulled when they did that shit when we found out about the buzzer, I was never watching baseball again. Okay, I would I did not lie. I have not watched a single. Out of baseball this year, I got you're the, the one told me about this. I got the alert that this guy was an inning away, and normally I'm like, I'm flipping that shit. I gotta watch it. Bro, I didn't. I was like, swipe that shit off my screen. I don't care. Jeez. I'm not. I'm just not watching baseball. I do not care. Good for this guy. Glad he got in the history books. I do not care. <laughs> Ryan, what you got? Yeah, I. Was surprised that someone's going to throw a no hitter this year. It's, uh, but yeah, it's definitely under the radar <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's the White Sox. It's the White Sox. The White Sox were an under the radar team to begin with this year. Would you agree? Yeah, and that that holds close to Zach and I's heart, being in the Central because we're Tigers fans. And I think last episode we did, and we were like ten games of the season saying, Oh, Detroit's in second place, we're looking pretty and I don't and I haven't even checked the standing since then. It's probably not worth it. <laughs> I haven't either, dude. I've no I've I'm gonna check right now just to find out what I know we were like at the time like a wild card team. Live reaction. Yeah, look at this. We're in fourth place. We're twelve and sixteen, dude, though. We're only eight games out of first in the division. Eight uh, games out of first in the six game season. Oh no no I'm sorry, six and a half games. I I forgot yeah, that we but yeah, I mean, we got a shot though. You know, we've we've allowed a ton of runs, the most in our division. But our ERA, I think, as a collective, is like over five. So 
Hey, we won tw- – I think I only gave us – at the beginning of the year, I gave us 10 wins. I think we, we got 12. Yeah, you did. And I think we ripped off, like I said, 12, like, right away. That's, that's, and that's how bad And that's why I picked them. I picked them to pick the, the win in the World Series. I said, they're gonna, if, if I picked them to have 10 wins and they win six in a row at the beginning, hell, yeah, they're winning my World Series. Yeah, so I said all I had, all you had to do is go on a run. So, so Ryan, that's our, our tribute. Every show, we always lay home H2. Obviously, uh, right now you can see uh, if you're seeing Zach's video – He's got the old uh, Red Wings uh, jersey hanging. There's a uh, a Pistons, I mean, I'm sorry, a a Lions jersey hanging. So we always pay homage to our boys in Detroit. It, yeah, but it's you're usually wearing like a Cardinals uh, cap. What's up with that? He, he's look at the look at the game behind him. Look look at the hat game behind him. So yeah, right. I, I do see over, Jersey Devils cap. Which, there's the Wings. There's a Spartan. Appreciate that. You want him to throw on the Spartan I'm actually, hat? I'm wearing my uh, New Jersey Devils T-shirt right now, so I appreciate there you that. Go. I say, good thing you didn't want him to throw on that Michigan Spartans hat. Uh, that's ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I should get a Penn State one though. That'd be cool. Zach, anyway, appreciate this. With the you mentioned the Astros earlier and how they they've ruined baseball for you. There's that. There's an actual Twitter account called at Asterisk Tour. It's the 2020 Astros Shame Tour. Basically, it's highlighting like one thousand every- followers. Oh, I love it. 200,000, I'm sorry. <laughs> they got, yeah. oh my God, 309,000 no, followers. Oh, they, they, yeah, they bumped, they, they bumped up there. I just well, followed them. Yeah, just basically, it highlights every single miserable moment that the Houston Astros are having this year. And I, I love this. absolutely love it and adore it. And if I could give a, a Twitter account a hug, I would give this one a hug. <laughs> but we can't <laughs> because it's COVID. <laughs> it was an elbow shake. As a Yankees fan, I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, you're yeah. I didn't think about Albany. Yeah, you're over there. Jeez. So, so this yeah. would be easy season for you guys. No, no, the injury bug's hitting again. So they just they've had some. Uh, they've had a little. I saw Stanton back down. I feel like Stanton is like the. We we say it every year. Judges played good. Stanton was playing good too, but he hit he hit the DL or IL whatever it's considered this year. They're walking crutches right now. It's ridiculous. I hate. I, ugh, I hate it. <laughs> anyways, uh, that's that's about. Uh, we talk about MLB no hitter and it went nowhere. So that shows you how much the uh, MLB uh, season well, has uh, well, laid home in. But you know what it is? Is that the, it's always the team like the Chicago White Sox that have like, like the under the radar no hitter, as you mentioned. I mean, I remember about what ten years ago when. Well, that Mark Burley had that perfect game. Oh yeah, it was like completely yeah. almost unnoticed except for that last catch, that last out with that amazing catch. I mean, it just seems like that they kind of have that under the radar team. It's and, it, and like you said, Mike, it's with this season being what it is with you know, games being delayed because of COVID and all that stuff. It's just it's a weird season. Did you see this? I'm watching a replay of this no hitter right now. The last out. Yeah. Points at the umpire, the home plate umpire. At the, like, like no, like as if it's the catcher does, like as if to say, like it's on the Astros tour, bro. You got you got to check it out. It's on it's on the Astros tour Twitter. Wild, it's like he's pointing at him, like you called a great game. Like, that's weird. Baseball man, I just can't jive with it. There's so much sketchy stuff going on. It's banging trash can shit. You hear it first from Zach Mack here. <laughs> and then they want to say it's so hard. It's not. Oh, jeez. That's another story. I think we talked about it about <laughs> 10 times. But anyways, before we head out tonight, we always go our roundtable. Um, Zach, Ryan, myself, 
we're going to throw a topic on. We're going to spin it. We, we haven't uh, talked about this, obviously. Ryan, I'm going to put you on the spot. If you don't have anything, that's cool. We can move on to Zach. But do you have anything in, in the world, in the sports industry, anything that you just want to lay home with you? Do you, you want to plug your shows? Anything in general uh, as far as roundtable is on the table? Well, you are I want to... I do want to give a shout out to my alma mater high school, Shenandoah High School in Clinton Park, New York, because Ian Anderson of the Atlanta Braves pitched his first Major League Baseball game today, and he got a win. It was against my beloved Yankees, but <laughs> he had a no-hitter going into the sixth inning Jesus. until Voight hit a home run. And so, you know, local pride here in the uh, Albany, New York area, the 518. I want to give a shout out to... Mr. Anderson, and uh, say congratulations on your first Major League win, and we hope there's many more. I hope you get traded to the Yankees in about five years. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Zach, what you, what you got on the docket? First off, I just want to say I had no idea Ryan was a Yankees fan. Did I? I don't down, know why. It's downright tragic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> secondly, uh, I'll shout out the – um, Pittsburgh Penguins for trading away their first round pick again. Jim Rutherford, their GM, loves trading away his first round pick. They get Kasperi Kapanen from the Leafs. There was also uh, some garbage on both sides also to fill in that trade. But basically, Kasperi Kapanen for a first overall pick. And people wanted to wanted to throw a lot of uh, praise at, at Dubas and the Leafs for pulling that off, for getting a first round for number 15 pick for Kasperi Kapanen. I think both teams won it, though. I want to shout out the Penguins because nobody's giving them love. They trade their first-round pick almost every year. I swear to God, Jim Rutherford hates waking up for draft day. and uh, <laughs> But he's also won two cups, so I hope he's on your team. So before we head out, I do want – I know I made uh, made mention of it earlier. The, the Detroit Lions uh, protested practice yesterday. They were one of the first teams. Uh, it, it doesn't matter whether they're first or last – um, I was watching Jalen and Jacoby today on ESPN, and obviously Jalen Rose is a huge Detroit fan, uh, very much like Zach and myself. Uh, we're very realistic. Um, we love Detroit. We root for it, but we know how bad it is. And even Jalen said, you know, hey, it's exactly how I feel. Like, good for Detroit, good for everything that's going on. They were the first team. It, it doesn't matter, like, a, like I said, that they were first, but – um, this is the one time, the one day, uh, whether it's for the next two hours or the next 24 hours, you can say Detroit did something good because I know within the next 24 hours, Detroit's going to get roasted for being horrible. So good for them standing up for what they believed in uh, as far as, uh, you know, everything that's going on in the world. Uh, uh, appreciate that. Uh, Matt Patricia's caught a lot of heat with his players, the way he's coached. Um, you never heard it in, uh, in, in New England, which is – uh, I wouldn't say surprising to me. I feel like that that's a tight, tight knit uh, locker room. Then you get in Detroit and you got some of these guys that maybe can't handle it. Darius Slay. Uh, yeah. See you to the Eagles. I'm okay with that. Um, either way. Uh, good for them. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm not saying that follows suit into the NBA, but the rest of these guys, I feel like it gives them the platform. Like Ryan has stated that these guys are, and it's not about money, but it's about what these guys can say, what these guys can voice. They're in front of millions and millions and millions. Twitter accounts, whether, I mean, good for them. Everything that's going on, uh, it's a crazy world. We opened the show with that. Uh, 
you know, for the past six months, we've dealt with COVID, everything else going on. Now we're transitioning to obviously Black Lives Matter, everything, everything else. It, it, it's I wouldn't say it's more than that because that's very important. But there's just so many microcosms in the world. Uh, good for the Detroit Lions. And uh, I'm happy to say that I'm a Detroit Lions fan, at, at, at least at this point in the season before they play a single game. Who knows? Hit me, hit me up in about a, a month or two, and we'll see if I'm uh, excited to be a Detroit Lions fan. Hey, when we when we when we're three and seven, dude, I know that we'll be sitting right here. We'll be talking about how many disappointing losses, one one possession losses we've had. I know I, I've done it before so many times. We'll be right as right a, here. as a as a New York Jets fan. I, I share your same vibe. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn! I didn't think I was thinking Giants, but yes, Jets, gangrene, like. I mean, I guess the only thing that would be worse right now would be a uh, a Washington football team fan. Washington team football, WTF. Whatever, yeah, it might as well. <laughs> Especially, and you know what? I, I made a point not even to talk about that because I was just like, at, at this point, it just blows my mind. Well, speaking of Washington, be... team, Washington team football, do you guys ever see that 30 for 30, the year of the scab? No, I don't think I saw that one. Okay, you gotta watch that thirty for thirty, and I think as if if and when, and more, or more, it's more like it's gonna be a when now. When? Daniel Snyder sells the Washington team football. His last act would be to give all those guys who play for the scab team the the I put air quotes scab team give them all Super Bowl rings for the nineteen eighty seven season. There you go. That, that's hard to believe that he's obviously been an owner since then. Everything's gone fl- flown on their radar, and now all these accusations, everything coming out. But we'll save that for the next show. Maybe even yes. not the next show. Maybe we'll just say screw it, and we won't even talk about it. But uh, <laughs> but either way, uh, Zach, Mac, Ryan, I appreciate. Obviously, uh, I mean, obviously, Zach, Mac, he, he's kind of stuck with me. He's my co-host. We, we kind of go back and forth. So he's stuck with me. Ryan, we appreciate you joining the show tonight. Check Thank out, obviously, uh, No Credentials Required, Around for the Weekend. He, he runs the live Twitter on Fridays. Um, appreciate him being a part of it. Obviously, I, I talked to, to Zach and Ryan tonight. Um, I know Ryan does some beer reviews. So we got some. We got, we got a few things in, in the works that I'll be sending over Ryan's way. So so we'll touch on that a little a little later. But, but again, Ryan, I appreciate you being a part. Uh, the usual on behalf of myself, Zach Mack. Puck puck pass, uh, around for the weekend, no credentials required, uh, and everything and a, that you guys are part of, and resident meme lord. Don't forget there that. you go. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. You're throwing it up in the group chat. I I appreciate you guys uh, again tonight. Great show in a uh, uh, a very uh, I guess crazy world at this point. So so I appreciate you guys being a part. Thank you guys. Uh, we will see you all next week. Bye.